0: It's a duck. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Tale of the Mandarin Duck, A Modern Fable. Story by Bette Midler. Photographs by Makiko Kakutani. Illustrations by Joanna Avils, published by Random House. For those who don't know Bette Midler, she is an actress, comedian, singer, songwriter. Through her career, she has garnered four Golden Globes, three Grammy Awards, three Primetime Emmy Awards, and two Tony Awards. She's best known for guest starring on the TV series Seinfeld, also starring in the movies Hocus Pocus and Beaches. The Tale of the Mandarin Duck explains to the reader the negative effects of the cell phone on society. One day a strange colored duck comes to New York City, causing a stir, and people come from all around to take pictures of it. Will there be enough wind beneath this duck's wings to free the New Yorkers from their excessive cell phone usage? Well bring your phone because you don't want to be the only one to not have a picture. The tale opens on a picture of New York City, discussing all the many people who made up the city of times past, and how they interacted with each other. They liked each other and would look at one another in the eye. Quote, they talked to each other everywhere in elevators, on subways, in restaurants. End quote. That sounds awful. They're the awkward elevator talkers. I'm sorry. I just want to get to my floor. Who talks on subways? People don't want to listen to your conversation. That's why they have quiet cars on certain trains. These people are the kind of people who would talk to you while you're sitting on a toilet in a public restroom. Sounds like a bunch of crazies to me. Well, apparently the cell phone came along and people stopped talking to each other. From personal experience, they continued to talk. They just don't talk to the people around them. Now the tale brings up a good point, that every phone has a camera on it, and now people have to take pictures of everything, especially themselves. Ain't that the truth. It's turned everyone into a narcissist. People will stop anywhere and everywhere to take pictures of themselves. Sorry, I don't give a shit what you did for brunch today. It's ridiculous. Everyone thinks they're going to get famous. They have to video everything. They won't help a guy who's getting jumped on the subway. They'll just video and post it, hoping to go viral. Put the phone down and help the guy out. He's getting pummeled. Or if you're at a party and want to have fun, you can't. Because as soon as you act a foo, some asshole is going to be there to video it and post it. I want to let those people know you're the people who destroy parties and ruin everyone else's good time. Whatever happened to using your mouth in describing what happened many times that's funnier back to the story the new yorkers stopped communicating with one another until a beautiful bird came into town it's a duck people from far and wide came to photograph the mandarin duck quote, then one day a kid in the crowd said very loudly i'm going to see this with my own two eyes end quote that's a thought Experiencing something in the moment. Will everyone listen to the girl? Wow, word spread quickly. She has some serious influence if she can get everyone to put down their phones by just standing on a rock. She must have sent out a mass text, too. Well, everyone started communicating with each other like it was the old days again. And it actually stayed that way. They must have really learned their lesson. Or, this is clearly the fictional part because it would never happen. And the tale comes to an end with the mandarin duck flying away, and people in a museum looking at a framed picture of the duck. And that's the biggest flaw with this book, right there. You want people to get off their phones and stop taking so many pictures, yet they're looking at a photograph of it. They should have had them looking at a painting of the duck, and let Joanna show off her artistic skills with a bunch of color. But I'm sure Makiko wouldn't allow that to happen. Her photos are too special. We touched on the moral throughout the dissecting of this book, so I'll make it brief. This is one of my favorite morals. For all the good things phones bring, they have nearly destroyed society because of the cameras on them. Put the phone down and live in the moment. If someone wants to act a foo, let them, because if you keep taking pictures of them, there won't be any of those people left to make the party or concert fun. Kudos to Bet for making such a relatable fable. She showed off her songwriting skills with this one. That being said, it was too wordy. Parts were way too unbelievable, and I'm sick of books that romanticize New York City. Find a new city, like Little Rock or something. Also, why was everyone excited to see the bird? It's a bird from China or Japan that's not native to the area. It could turn into an invasive species fast. If this happened in Florida, everyone would be going, great. Another exotic pet got loose. Makiko's photos were photos. They didn't really show much talent. I bet you could find better pictures of the duck on Insta. Joanna's illustrations were great. Even with it being black and white, there was plenty to look at. She made every individual unique. Bette wrote a good one, but I won't remember her for it. No, I'll choose to remember her for her beautiful voice singing, The Wind Beneath My Wings so on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.3. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for another bite. This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.